This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Jose Avila. He is a 17-year-old that doesn't want to go to college and he wants to start his own business. For your chance to win 100 bucks, just like Jose, every Monday morning, simply subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Guys, if you want an easy tool to use to book your meetings back to back, to batch your calls, to make sure people actually show up when they schedule, you want to use Acuity Scheduling. It's what I use for all my podcast interviews at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. I'll tell you more about how I use it later on in the episode. Nathan Latka here. This is episode 495. Coming up tomorrow morning, you'll learn from Camilo Acosta. He is the CEO of Pay by Group. They've raised $3.4 million and have processed over $10 million in transaction volume to help groups pay for things they want, like vacations or even things from Walmart. Top Tribe, what is up? Good morning. Nathan Latke here. Our guest today is Gary Agusinov. He is an investor, operator, and advisor in various technology companies, including Business Hangouts, Incast, Placino, Discovix, and Revenue.com. During his career, he's raised over $100 million in growth capital and structured complex financial transactions. He's also acquired over 300 million global users for various technology products and services. Gary, are you ready to take us to the top? You got it. I was ready. Let's do this. Good. So tell us about the current business, which is business-hangouts.com. What does it do and how do you generate revenue? It's actually businesshangouts.com. We we lost a hyphen sometime along the way here recently. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Good. Uh, So Business Hangouts is a a, a web conferencing and webinar platform, very similar to Zoom, um, WebEx, and uh, GoToMeeting. What makes us different is that we're specifically designed for Google apps. So if you're a Google user, if you have Google Sites, if you're using Gmail, uh, Google uh, Calendar, and you're looking for a webinar, web conferencing solution that's better, faster, easier to use than WebEx or GoToMeeting, you need to come to us. And so tell us more before we dive deeper into that. Uh, You have a history of these kinds of companies. You said you raised over $100 million in growth capital. What companies were you raising capital for? So one of the companies was U.S. Tech Support. Uh, This is a company that I started in 2003. Uh, I raised uh, close to $70 million, close to $100 million, actually, for this company. What year was that? This was from 2003 to 2011. Got it. Got it. What happened to that company? So the company was private uh, from 2003 to 2007. In 2007, uh, late 2007, September, we took the company public. It's been public on NASDAQ till 2012. And in 2012, it got bought out by a uh, big direct marketing company here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it's since, been, since, been, since then been private. Were you the sole founder of the business? I was uh, a co-founder. I had a partner who... Uh, 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 helped start a company in 2003. And why'd you leave it? I left the company because I pursued our initiatives. I needed to take a break. I was heads down focused on this business, working crazy hours and taking a company public. And if you ever taken a company public, it takes a lot of out of you, a lot of energy out of you and needed a break. I took a break for about six months and then I got involved in a bunch of new startups and I was helping a company in Silicon Valley 
uh, a, a virtual private networking company called Anchor Free. Uh, I helped them go from 300 million users to 400 million users, and grew revenues uh, from zero to 20 million a year in about uh, 18 months. It's very, very exciting. And then I started uh, Business Hangouts in 2016. Very cool. Um, we rarely have guests on that have taken companies public, so I want to ask one or two more questions there before going back to business hangouts. What was the biggest thing that surprised you about taking company public that people just usually wouldn't interpret or wouldn't think about? It's just a lot of process when it comes to legal and accounting. You you don't really comprehend it until you're in it. You you have to spend a lot of money. We spent probably close to half a million, two million dollars just getting the company ready to go public, and so there's a lot of scrutiny. There's a lot of oversight. You have to have all of your your you know ducks in a row. You've got to have all your um, you know, financials in place. You've got to make sure that your accounting control processes are all in place. And you've got to make sure that your product works and that you don't get a lot of complaints on the internet. Like everything is scrutinized. And so um, the SEC who reviews these underwriting uh, processes and reviews all your applications is very, uh, you know, runs a tight ship. And so that when you submit your application, you're going to get comments back. You have to respond to them. And so those things are brand new. I, I, I was you know, relatively young when I start, started the company. I was in my uh, you know, mid-30s and didn't have any experience running a public company. And so it was, it was quite a shock. How old are you now? 47. 46. Okay. Sorry. 46. 46. Is yeah. birthday coming up? Yeah. Very good. That's why. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to Business Hangouts. So you launched in 20, you said 2015 or 2016? 2016. Actually, we acquired the company from a previous owner, and and the company is already operating, but at a very small scale. Got it. What, okay. How many users did it have when you acquired it? Uh, it had over 1.7 million enterprise users. So these are people who who downloaded the the application, installed it in the Google account, and it had has over 700,000 registered users and has 70,000 enterprise users. Okay. Uh, okay. And what's the difference between a user? Are those customers or just users? Those are users. We had uh, free accounts that we were giving out for a very long time. And now our job is to take those free users and convert them into paying subscribers, okay. which we're successfully doing now. So 1.7 million total users. Yep. Okay. And uh, how many total customers are you guys serving now? Uh, we don't really give out that information, but oh, it's... Oh, come uh, on, Gary. What's the range? <laughs> it's, it's, in, uh, it's substantial. It's in thousands. There, there's lots of paying subscribers currently. More, more or less than 10,000. It's, it's in that range. Okay, in that range. All right, very good. Um, and what kinds of things... I mean, th this sounds like this is kind of in your wheelhouse, taking free users and converting them to paid. W what's most challenging about that? And where, where are you guys finding success at Business Hangouts in doing that? So it's, obviously, it's the value proposition, right? It's like, what can I go in the, as a consumer or, or a subscriber? What can I find online that's free or comparable? And if you look at this web conferencing space, the biggest difference between us and everybody else is that our competitors separate products, such as web webinars and web conferencing are usually two different subscriptions. And there's also a lot of limitation. There's a lot of limitation on participants, limitation on presenters. And so they... they bifurcate the, the, uh, you know, the, the offerings in such a manner so that when you end up subscribing, they keep squeezing more money out of each, each individual subscription over time. And from a you know, business operating perspective, that's a good idea to, to increase your you know, month-over-month revenue, increase your ARPU, your LTV. But 
it, it really pisses off the customer because you, you don't know what your monthly expense is going to be. And so we, uh, as cus- consumers of these types of products ourselves, looked at this and said, why do we need to be so complicated? It's just one flat rate per month, per user, or per presenter, and you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to have many events, same day, no problem, go do it. If you want to have you know, up to 5,000 participants in your event, you can do so. And so mm-hmm. our variable pricing model is very simple. In fact, we don't have one. It's just all based on how many subscribers or how many presenters attendees. you have. And attendees. It's, a, it's very limited to those two, two factors. Yep. And the second thing that's important is that um, we bundle web conferencing and webinars in one subscription, not in multiple subscriptions. And so um, uh, those is that are the a key- jab at GoToWebinar? Absolutely. If you go to, <laughs> well, first of all, go to webinar requires you to install an application, desktop software, yeah, on your computer. And so, if you're presenting to a large group, that means they have to register for your event, install software on their computer. Maybe it's going to work. Maybe it's not. And you're creating all this friction with your customer. And so, we've eliminated that. We're web-based. As long as you have a browser and internet connection. As a presenter or as a participant, you can use our product. Mm-hmm. It makes good sense. And you have a lot of different pricing plans. Instead of trying to dive into kind of each one of them, what, what is the average kind of customer paying you per month? So most of our customers choose the uh, what's called the Business Hangouts Pro plan, which is $63 per month if it's billed annually. And uh, if it's billed on a month-to-month basis, it's only $79. And that allows you to have up to 100 attendees and one presenter. But you also get other benefits. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of them, but some of the most key benefits is that when you have a when you do an event online, what you want to have is a a page that you can drive traffic to and have your participants register for that event. Well, we allow you to create a customized event page so that you can have your logo, your branding, so it will look like your company. And so when you're doing these presentations, webinars, or web conferences, we allow you to fully customize the user experience. So to your to your participants, it looks like you're, you, it's your own technology, like your own company. So mm-hmm. we make that very easy. Our competitors, Zoom, Web, uh, WebEx, uh, GoToMeeting, they don't have it built this way. They're purely focused on web conferencing. They, they sort of separate the capabilities of webinars and web conferencing and make it more challenging for average users to use a platform. So at about, obviously, have a mix of monthly paying customers versus those that pay annual. So there's some variation there. But on an average kind of weighted average ARPU of 70 bucks per month multiplied by somewhere around 10,000 customers, is it fair to say you're doing somewhere around 700 grand in monthly recurring revenue? Yeah, you know, I wish I could tell you more. The reason is, is that we've had a lot of uh, inquiry into the business recently for, from potential investors. By the way, you'll get way more from this. Chris Saka's come on, every shark has come on the show, you know, Kleiner Perkins has come on, everyone in the Valley has come on because they look for deal flow. So the more you share, the more inbound interest you'll get and you're gonna be able to drive competition and get a great price. I, I agree, but our goal right now is not to raise capital. We've actually gone somewhat, somewhat investor agnostic at this stage. We, we, my, myself and my partner, Shine Widely, his, uh, helping me grow this business, have a lot of experience raising capital and, and running fairly large organizations. My last company, we had close to 2,000 employees and, and contractors. Gary, so, do you think any smart entrepreneur would ever say, hey, yeah, we're interested in raising capital? You never say that. 
So, so, uh, so I love, well, I mean, <laughs> why, why would you ever come on the show and say, yeah, Hey, we, we desperately need capital. We're going bankrupt tomorrow. Please give us a round. No, what you say is we're never raising capital. It's not interesting to us. That's how you get the best deal. <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, and then, and, and, and not, not to use, you know, reverse psychology to attract attention. It's certainly not my intent. Uh, my point is simple is that we're trying to grow a business based on, you know, pure unit economics. We want to make sure that our business is viable with, you know, what we have built with our pricing model, with our technology. And we're going to, you know, we're going to struggle a little bit in this early stage, but I think we're going to come out ahead. We think we're, we're a strong contender to multi-billion dollar entities that we're competing against. We believe we have a better offering. We want to be part of the ecosystem of Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, rather than being a standalone application, which most of our competitors are, are, are fo- focused on building. And so from that standpoint, we leverage the, the crowd, we leverage uh, ecosystems that already exist in the marketplace versus trying to build a lot of technology. And so when you're building a lot, you need capital. And, and this is not a capital intensive company. And sure, never- but Gary, you just, uh, when I, when I asked about, cause I wanted you to teach us more about kind of MRR and, and you said you were adverse to that specifically because you had inbound interest from investors. So if you don't care about that, which is what you're telling me now, help us understand is a 700,000 MRR number right or wrong. And if it's wrong, where am I wrong? Well, it's it's not it's not whether you're wrong or right. It's a matter of us just not disclosing that information. And the reason being is, like I said earlier, we, we're not looking for capital right now. Number one, number two is just it's a competitive environment. We, we're still a very small company. Our biggest competitor, uh, which is GoToMeeting currently, uh, formerly Citrix, is over a billion dollar a year business. Uh, you know, WebEx is arguably in the same range. We, you know. We're cautious and, and, and conservative with our information because of the competitive landscape. Once we become more sort of transparent... If they knew what your revenue was, how do they use that to hurt you? Well, you know, I, I don't know what I don't know. And so I'd rather not disclose things that could hurt me. I don't yeah, know how but, they... but the other side of that is, and you have way more experience than me, so just tell me to shut the hell up if I'm wrong. But <laughs> if they know your numbers, maybe you surprise the hell out of them. Maybe you're doing way more than they thought, and they're more likely to partner with you or drive you users or stop competing with you so hard or something like that. Well, actually, I, you know, uh, I, I don't know how many people are going to pay attention to this, but our goal is to stay below the radar for now. And, and if we wanted to become very well known and, and, and get out there and, and yell really loud, we would have done so. We haven't. So and teach us about that. Teach us about that. You've, you've done, I mean, you're, you're a veteran here. Why is it advantageous to stay below the radar? Because you, you, you want to be good at what you're doing. You sort of want to be really good. And then you want the market to recognize that and the market to scream and yell about you and say, that company is great. Versus me saying I'm great. I don't want to say I'm great. I want other people to say I'm great. And Makes so sense. Makes I, sense. To do that, I, I'd rather just keep focusing on the product and, and not worry about you know what people think. So one and one way to way. one way to analytically kind of measure if a market is kind of with you or not with you is to look at when people start using you, do they stick with you? So when you look at you know a number like gross monthly churn, whether it's user churn or paid customer churn, where are you guys at right now? Our churn is less than 10% on and a yearly year or monthly. Yearly. Yearly. Great. So that's, I mean, that's super healthy. Yeah. Less than 1% uh, monthly churn. That's great. And then talk to me about user growth. So you did something interesting. You had a successful exit. You took company public. You had, I'm, I'm, at, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm assuming you had some cash and it was cheaper for you to buy this business than it was to start it from scratch. Is that all accurate? 
Yeah, it's relatively accurate. I mean, it, this was not a, a large acquisition, and in terms of you know San Francisco Silicon Valley VC world. Well, hold on, Gary. Put some put some end caps on that because you're a unique individual. So large to or you know not big to you might be less than ten million, but to somebody else, you know, ten dollars is a big acquisition. No, it's it was less than a million dollars. Okay, and, got it. So 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 very very small compared to Silicon Valley valuation. And was this like a you know a, a high school developer in his basement that got a lot of users that you found in the app store reached out and he was like beyond thrilled to sell it or she was beyond thrilled to sell it to you? Uh, no, it was not. It was not that kind of a scenario. This is somebody who's who's been around the block. They've uh, done a good job sort of positioning in the market uh, a product that that was well you know well uh, liked and 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 uh, with lots of users, but didn't have a sort of the right skill set to to monetize and Got so it. uh monetization is super important obviously but it, it particularly in SaaS uh enterprise SaaS businesses it's actually very complicated because the life cycle sales life cycle is very long the the you know the process of the this sort of maturity is not long though right at a 70 dollar arpa these should be pretty no touch sales right um no they do require touch and and require uh, you know you know, a phone call or a demo, uh, and and with all these products. So even go to meeting and 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 Citrix, uh, uh, you know, they, they require you to to do a demo. The features are really important. A lot of our customers want specific things. How they, can you afford that use. though? At about a seven hundred dollar annual contract value, how can you afford to put an inside sales rep on that or a demo person on that? Uh, we figured it out. You know, we figured out how to do it. We do it very efficiently. We don't. Uh, spend a lot of time on the phone. We do it. Uh, okay, we but do, there's do, there are humans demo. involved. Yes, yeah, okay. absolutely. And have you done something where it's, you're maybe you're doing one to many in terms of a demo, or are you doing one to one? We're doing all of it. We're doing one to one, one to many. We Got have uh, 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 you know customers who 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 buy multiple licenses. So if, you know some some of the customers will buy 10, 20, 50 licenses for one organization. So it makes sense to do it. And are you guys self funded, or have you raised capital? We're self, purely self-funded, no, okay, no so, outside capital. So bootstrapped. Okay. Uh, well, you've got revenue. And one of the things that you talked about in your bio of being something that you're good at, you've raised capital and you've driven user growth. So wh what do you, do you kind of know back of the napkin what you're willing to spend to acquire a new customer? I mean, yeah, my whole background, I, I used to own a, a direct marketing agency, a direct response marketing agency in, uh, in late 90s, and early 2000 with Fortune 500 clients. My, I've just, it's in my DNA. I know how to quantify opportunities. I know how to value customers lifetime value and and know how to uh you know make it you know increase it over time i know how to so, so what uh, is your current customer acquisition cost it's actually zero well, well how's it zero if you have even one person doing a demo if you if you take in their salary divided by ten thousand new customers per month there's a cost there well that's not an acquisition cost well, do, a fully do, acquisition weight, do, a, do a fully weighted do a fully weighted include the salaries of your content people your marketing people any sales people it's 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 minimal it's in it's in you know less than it's in less than 30 40 dollars okay got it and and yeah, we, we're not we're currently not just so you know like mo all of our users are are acquired organically yeah you're not doing we don't go spend. out we're not doing any marketing nothing yeah. and what's your team size currently uh we're less than 10 okay and are, are you based in the valley no we're based uh in los angeles paris sao paulo Okay, so you have a pretty remote team then if you have 10 people spread across three locations. Yep. Very cool. Well, hey, uh, Gary, before we get into the wrap-up section of the show, where's the best place for people to connect with you online if they want to follow your journey? 
Uh, LinkedIn. It's probably easiest. All right, guys, I talked about this earlier, but I schedule like so many meetings, it would blow your mind. I mean, all my podcast interviews, right? Hundreds of entrepreneurs I talk to monthly, I schedule. And you know what? I do it so efficiently. I get them all to agree to my calendar. So all the calls are back to back to back. That means I'm not switching in between tasks all day long. I get them to batch so that I can be very efficient. It's so critical. And I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling to do this at NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule. It eliminates the back and forth between me and people I'm trying to meet with. It makes it very simple. And most importantly, they help me keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders. Helps you look very professional. So go to NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule to sign up and you get a great deal. You know, you guys know this. I hit people hard. I make great deals. And Gavin, the CEO, has given us a great deal. If you sign up like normal people, okay, on their website, you only get a 14-day free trial. If you use my link, NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule you get 45 days free okay it's the best it's free go to nathanlacka.com forward slash schedule right now to sign up and i'll see you there very good top track we'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top four nine five again forward slash the top four nine five all right gary it's time for the famous five these are rapid fire questions with quick answers you ready go for it these by the way this is like cake compared to the other questions i've asked all right Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number you're like, damn, when's this gonna end? Number one, what's your favorite business book? Ah, uh, business book. Wow. Um, it's actually not a business book, but it's it's called Power of the Mind, and I can't remember the author right now. But okay. it's, it's about subconscious programming. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying currently? Um, I mean, I follow, and this is probably very cliche, but I follow Mark uh, Zuckerberg closely. I think he's a genius when it comes to you know what he's done with. Facebook, but is you know is uh, I actually don't have a lot of time following people. <laughs> I'm trying to figure That's out good. my business. Number <laughs> nine, number three, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have like Acuity Scheduling? You know, um, my favorite tool today is Calendly, which is a scheduling tool that we use for our demos. I love that product. Number four, uh, yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? That's 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 an impossibility. <laughs> What's your situation? Married, single? You have kids? Uh, married, no kids. No kids. And how old are you? 46. 46. All right. So last question, Gary. Take us back 26 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? How to start a business with very little capital and not be so concerned about raising money in order to move ahead. That's it. I've always, I've, I've, I've always tell entrepreneurs, stop thinking about capital raising and focus on the business. Yeah. And, and I've checked. I wish I told myself that. I've tried. There you have it. Stop focusing on raising capital and focus on starting your own business. He took a company public when he was younger than bought one in 2016 for less than a million bucks. Has 1.7 million users. It's called Business Hangouts. Very vague numbers here, but so you have a general idea. They have around 10,000-ish customers. They have not raised any capital. They have around a $70 ARPU, uh, and you can do the math to figure out and try and figure out MRR yourself with less than 10% annual churn and less than $30 customer acquisition costs for their team of 10 spread across LA, Paris, and Sao Paulo. Gary, thank you for taking us to the top. You got it. Thank you. If you enjoyed Gary today, go back and listen to Boris yesterday, the CEO of PDFFiller.com. They have over 200,000 customers and they did over $10 million in revenue in 2015 to help make document signing and management much easier. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, 
Before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.